everyone to the Rest Podcast, where our goal is to help each and every one of you displace confusion, chaos, and dis-ease in order to heal and find significance in life. I am here with the author of The Reconstitution Method for Healing and Rest, Virginia Dixon. Liliana, you talked a little bit in the last segment about the gut. The, the gut. Yes. And the consequence of fear about the future, which is something very relevant, very tangible for all of us. I am seeing a lot of not just irritable bowel syndrome, but an incredible amount of digestive problems, which by the way, are at the root of eating disorders. It's not just the emotional constitution of an eating disorders. It's the physiological consequence that it has on a system that just doesn't feel well. Right. Absolutely. And wanting to take control and dominion over things. So there's a lot of complexities there. And I don't want to get into that, but I do want to address colon cancer in this demographic yeah. because it's become epidemic between the ages of well, our listening we're, audience. We're, we're seeing it a younger and younger. younger. I, I had a patient the other day was like 18 years old. That's right. Oh my Lord. Okay. Yeah. And you're just like, what? You know? And so again, colon think, cancer for God's well, sake. Well, I'll think about it this way is like, it's hard for us to digest life. Yeah. Okay? I mean, that's just the bottom line to it. When you're a child, you know, the natural tendency is for the, ch- because the child needs to know that their mother has a joy so that the, they will joyfully care for you. They absorb the mother's stress and the anxiety and all of those emotions. The child absorbs and it goes straight to the stomach. Well, and I want to address another thing. All of these things, diarrhea, constipation, eczema, psoriasis that these children have. This is the environment of the home. They're not able to digest this environment. And so unfortunately, because we live in such a, a polluted existence on all levels, not just environmentally, is that we're getting so many unseen toxins, whether it's through visual toxins of watching the news and hearing it, or whether actually we're consuming things that say natural on it, but really uh, this grain has been sprayed with, you know, glyphosates, which is Roundup, which is cancer causing, or that this, you know, is marketed as healthy, but really it is all this polyunsaturated fatty acids that just can create a lot of havoc in the body. So, We've been duped, okay? Yeah. So, well, that and ideas. Ideas have consequences. Thoughts are the most powerful things we need to protect. Yeah. In addition to everything you're saying, and what I'm seeing is that we're calling right wrong and wrong right, yep. truth lies and lies truth. That's not a political statement that you're making. No, no, no. This is just, just factual. And, yeah. and we're now being told... That a man is not a man and a woman's not a woman and everybody gets to decide. Yet you and I have labs. We have information congruent with science that says otherwise. But we're supposed to, this is not a political statement, but we're supposed to say that all that science now is not relevant because this person is a master of their destiny and they get to decide who they are. And it's absurd. That's going to cause, and regardless of what your personal convictions are, that's going to cause your body an incredible amount of stress because you, your capacity to reason is saying contrary to what society jobs conflict they're telling you to do and i hate one thing but you're hearing another right so who do you believe and we're coming out of an era and you pointed this out during our break of this plague that has engulfed the world and the powers that be 
proposed solutions for this. And because we're all capable, thinking, professional people in our respective spheres, there was other ideas about what was happening and how it needed to be responded to. But the governments, the institutions, began to impose their method, which is no problem. Sometimes you have to do that. But something didn't fly. Something wasn't congruent with our affections and our capacity to reason. And of course, you have scholars on both sides giving you conflicting information on many topics, by the way, Mm -hmm. right? Not just the plague that engulfed us, but now all of a sudden, like Niagara Falls, gender, sex, transitioning in all kinds of spheres, not just physically and, but all these conflicted ideas are emerging. And honestly, I hear most of this demographic from 22 to 47, let's say 18 to 50 years old, whatever, it's right there saying, what the hell is happening? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not crazy. They're not crazy. Wait, you can't say that. Wait, but I can say this. Well, why can't I say this? And they can't say that. There's so much confusion, chaos, and dis-ease and just our capacity to reason and talk about it. That that is also feeding Liliana this disease, yeah. no, you can and it, it is killing this generation because they're the ones that have to plan their future and yeah. how are they going to live and right. family and or the hope of the future, the hope the of the future. future. Yeah. And we have to rise up with the information we have and say, wait a minute, is this reasonable? And I love this discussion about illness because it's literally making our kids sick. Yeah, yeah we're getting emotional constipation. Yeah. Bottom line is, is if we can't digest what's going on in life, you know, then we cannot let it go. Just like if you eat a food, you get the nutrition from it and then you eliminate it. Well, if we yeah. can't break it's not it just down, food, we're not it's ideas. Yeah, it's exactly concepts. What I'm talking about. But things, in general, yeah. if you kind of look at it, when I eat, I take the nourishment and then I release the excess. Mm-hmm. Well, when we have emotional upset and it's in our tissues and we don't reconcile with it, then it gets in how, the body. How? How? I know at the clinic, there's all kinds of course remedies and yeah. we have resources and there's yeah. a lot of information on cancer. Yeah. There isn't enough information on prevention. There isn't enough information on what you can do right now and why it's imperative that you really make stepping into these places of rest, yeah. reconciling yeah. emotional, spiritual conflicts yourself. The food, the nutrition, you have a whole program that we're going to talk about this. But I want to, you to tell me, because you're very familiar with rest and the yeah. work that I do, and we're single-mindedly focused on expanding this message on these conflicts, these conflicting ideas about everything in your life, from politics to economics to religion to um, health, to what you eat, to what you don't eat, to what you do, to what you don't do, to understanding this language of liberty that if you don't understand the function that your conscience has in all this, you're going to get sick because there's an assault on reason that we're experiencing right now. What, in your opinion, can a person listening to all of this do beyond? You go, you get your blood test, you go to the doctors, you see these things, you get a diagnosis, right? What in the most practical ways do you think, we're doing it with rest, right? We put education, we put things out there. But what beyond that in the most practical ways 
advice you give people because we see the avalanches coming yeah and see this is where unfortunately doctors aren't so great at they're not really good at preventing they're good at treating yeah and so when we're talking about prevention we talked about that 95 percent has to do with lifestyle i think the first thing is to recognize what is your being state all right now one of the things the epidemic brought was isolation what created separation which created loneliness, yeah. which created depression, right? And so again, that's a lot of gut issues as well as the heart issues, right? And so um, I think the first thing is to just really take a temperature of how happy I am and to recognize that happiness is not outside of myself. And one of the things that Virginia said in one of the podcasts we did is that words have power. So if I throw a stone across a river, it's still going to reverberate after it leaves my hand. So what is the impact of of our of, of us in life, right? And can we take a, a, a really a, um, embrace it? With that's our responsibility. Whatever we created out there, if it was a negative response that we got, can we have compassionate curiosity to why they reacted that way? So again, it's just really being authentic. I I, I want to go back to that again. I like again, that because if you're not authentic, then you're somebody else. And if you're right, somebody but what does else, it mean to be authentic? Does it mean to be authentic is to recognize number one, I'm I'm a spiritual being, and this is a school of hard knocks to some degree, and that I can come from a place of giving myself grace, giving myself a level of forgiveness, and also giving myself the mindset of that I'll never be perfect, never. But can I? But if something's not right, act on it. Act upon it. Don't pretend it's not happening. Like if your child had a stomach ache, you wouldn't say, well, come back in an hour. Let's see if Mm -hmm. it goes away. You wouldn't be a very good mother. So that's exactly what I say is instead of doing, because we, we are very much operating from the adult point of view. I tell my patient, operate from a four-year-old's point of view. If you were a good mother and you took your kids shopping, you would not, you would bring snacks. You would bring things because otherwise you'd have a child that's going to be annoying to you. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Well, have a meltdown. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Have a meltdown. So the thing is we don't treat ourselves like we would uh, with unconditional love. We're hungry. We say, well, wait for four hours after we get this project done. You're tired. We'll wait till you know rest tomorrow because you got to get this thing done till two o'clock in the morning so we really don't pay attention so i i really try to get my patients to understand you are that four-year-old little girl because that four-year-old little girl is in control of your immune system so good that you said that liana yesterday i had a situation that i see frequent and this beautiful 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 person comes into my office and completely melts down beyond anything you can imagine you know the parent of course does what every parent does and goes oh my gosh oh my gosh they can't survive this i can't survive this what are we gonna do they go into panic mode anxiety right Mm -hmm. talk about attachment issues and it was really really interesting immediately three years old comes to mind Mm. the number three just came to mind right here i'm completely calm and peaceful you know i know exactly what to do i don't know how far it's going to get me but i know exactly what to do so i'm at peace and you know and liliana you've experienced these things and sure enough i'm talking to the parent afterwards and saying gosh there's some significant attachment things this is what we have to repair and this is how we can do it it's not going to take years and months by the way i'm talking about one or two meetings yeah and then everybody does what they know they already have to do with some support or they don't, but I know how to stabilize central nervous system. I can tell how to get all the debris out of his body. I can tell you how to do this and this and this. And then the rest, I think we can take care of this pretty quickly. Yeah. I'm telling you two, three, four meetings max with 
Sarah said, frankly, mm-hmm. and three EVOC sessions in the beginning, one maybe at the end. This is a done deal. Yeah. It was amazing. And but don't you the dad realize, started crying. What? Don't you also realize that you have to actually treat the, the parents? A hundred percent. So I'm, ta- so I'm telling the, the parents well. this. Well, guess what? I'm sitting here. Exactly. So I'm sitting here telling the dad all this and he's crying. Like just of relief. It's like, oh my gosh, you just took the worst situation. Da, da, da. And the reason we speak with so much conviction about the things we're saying, because I know you've experienced what I'm saying. Yeah. We've, done, like, it. This, we've, <laughs> we've done, done it. We've done it. We've done it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not complicated. It just takes intentionality. It takes calling a spade a spade. It takes using these biometric, these acoustic mirroring systems, these biofeedback systems, these things that we have to do these things quickly and yeah. strategically. Yeah. Do you know what? I said three years old, three and a half years old, what happened? And the dad starts literally like bawling. Oh. He starts giving me a whole narrative. And it was like a beautiful bow on the package of this amazing morning we had. Because there it was. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, the yeah. body's purging. Yeah. The person's gently able to identify the dad with humility and the mother with humility and the relatives are able to confirm. And so we're all in sync. See, so it's something we all do together. That's why I don't believe in the diagnosis, the treatment and the cure. They know exactly what's wrong. They don't need a diagnosis and they don't certainly don't need to go on a record for the rest of your life. It was an amazing thing to experience. Not because we don't know it and we haven't experienced it. Every time it's so miraculous, it's like new. These systems are in place in your body and your physiology. For your benefit. Yes. Because Use every them. cell has an, a, an intelligence of survivability. Every Talk single about cell that. in the body. <laughs> That's amazing. And, and they'll tell you the age mm-hmm. if you listen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Liliana, it's amazing when you just, well, what you just said is so compelling. The very cells, the very anatomy, the constitution of a person will tell you the narrative. They're either going to speak it or you're going to watch it. it. You're going to pick it up. You're going to yeah. watch it happen. Yeah. yeah. Cells tell a story. Yeah, they what is it? Well, they have a cellular intelligence, not just of your own personal life, but of generational patternings, right? And they're all programmed for pro-life, okay? So they get just as stressed out, you know, when they think that, because see, they're responding on the milieu of your body, the terrain. You put a PT dress and you're trying to grow a healthy cell in there. If you don't have the right terrain, it won't grow. Then you change the milieu and all of a sudden now it starts to grow. So you've got a healthy environment. And so you have to bathe the cells with health the environment in regards to the um, terrain the, the, yeah how i'm living my life you know the words we speak the words we think the connection that we have to see if you're out of sync with nature you're out of sync with your own personal life and look how many of us are out of sync with nature we rarely even go outside you know we wonder why we have such a we are 42nd healthiest in globally that's insanity you know when we have the most technology and and the and we are the richest you know at this at this time globally so this is like we really miss the mark and Talk poor about sin and the like poverty we miss the mark yeah. yeah we may have a lot of wealth but right, we're right. we're spiritually impoverished right so 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 again you know the, the cellular memory it, it's like t- always giving us clues in regards of you know danger danger you know whether it's uh when we're going to pick up what i would consider a bad food you know i only look at bad foods when they're devitalized you know they're 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 
what I would have processed. I don't look at a bad food because some food that comes from nature could be somebody's medicine, but somebody else's poison. So I'm looking at manufacture, manufacture processed type of food, right? The body knows not to have it just like a cigarette. It's like, you shouldn't eat that, right? But then the mind is overriding it with the desire for some emotional, you know, comfort and it takes it anyway. So what you're doing is your, your cells are programmed for pro-life, but you're saying death, 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 death. Imagine the stress that even goes through on a cellular level, Can creating say- inflammation just for that, just yeah. by that but exchange, not choosing the right choices in life, just to stay consistent with things I say all the time. And again, I want to have this discussion between you and I, because I know what yeah. you mean by what you're saying. What Liliana is saying is that the impulse is the reactivity of the central nervous system that wants it and it's going to take it. But the mind is the soul that knows better and yeah. says, no, right. you probably shouldn't be having that. But the impulse is the central nervous system, the body that craves, right? Like, for example, if you crave a lot of sugar, the dopamine, and that's the body, that's the emotion. But the feelings are of guilt, of shame, of regret, of I'm going to regret this, I'm going to regret this. Yeah, but I want it, but I want it. Yeah. The soul, no, you're going to regret this. And I think that's what you were talking about. And I didn't want them to get confused because it sounded like you were saying the opposite of what I tell them all the time. Oh, yeah, no. Did that make sense? Yeah, no, that said? totally makes sense. Okay, absolutely. good. I want to make sure we yeah. were in alignment yeah. so there's not confusion. No, absolutely. Because see, your brain has remembered absolutely everything pleasurable you've ever done. Everything. Yep, that's true. So it has a dopamine pathway. So again, if, if you know, eating, you know, this cupcake soothes me uh, and gives me a sense of, you know, uh, love, well, then it's a natural reaction. It's, I want it. I want it. I need that. I, I It's a drug. I need to have that regardless of, you know, right, all all addict, addictive things, you know, short-term benefit, long-term negative effects, right? And so this is what we're seeing is the long-term negative effects of a lifestyle. Like Dr. Gabor Mate wrote a book and it's called The Myth of Normal, Living in a Toxic oh, World. So, so good. It's so good. And it's not talking about the toxicity. I mean, he talks about that of the environment, but he's talking about, you know, what we consider normal is a very toxic environment. You know, not going outside all day for your children and letting them play on, you know, these, you know, techno- technological, you know the ipads or you know cell phones that's not normal yeah kids for them to be normal they need to get you know they need to be unplugged they need to get out in nature and so barefoot playing and how far away we are from 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 you know being in alignment with nature mm-hmm. so. yeah. well and not only that not only that the reason i believe it's so toxic i've been really reasoning through this well yeah everything that 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 is feeding you is the antithesis of what sustains the life in your organism because you're really being programmed. You're being indoctrinated. There's a lot of good information, but there's also a lot of toxic content there. And in those split second increments of time, they're so strategic about how they do this, that you're being indoctrinated really to in conditioned to comply and to absorb and to take. And before you know it, you're kind of in an autistic state taking in all incredible amounts of information that's programming your subconscious mind your and your brain hypnotic suggestion hypnotic suggestion and so what ends up happening the by virtue the content of what's being fed to you is in conflict with how your body works right so the brain develops workarounds and that's where those dopamine receptors get out of control and all that other stuff. No, and that reminds, anyway, I don't know if that made sense, but yeah. And that, that reminds me too, is this like, you know, when a um, child begins to learn about conflict at a very early age in regards to, I feel this and I express that, but you tell me it's different. Mm-hmm. And since you're the authority, I've got to believe you and not me. 
it's something as simple of like if they fall and they scrape their knee and they start crying and the mother goes, oh, it's okay. You're okay. You're okay. And it's like, well, obviously they're not okay. They're crying. They know that they're crying. They know that they're hurt, but their mom's telling them they're okay. That causes conflict in itself. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I have a real good story behind that, right? Because my mother, you know, bless her soul. She was a a warrior woman. You yeah. know I mean, she could do absolutely everything, right? And she was a, a great chef. So she would cut herself all the time. And she would, you know, all we'd be panicked, blood coming out of her, <laughs> you know, her thumb or whatever. And she'd, she'd go to the bathroom. We'd all follow her to the bathroom and she'd take the alcohol out and she'd pour it all over and she'd say, get out of here. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm okay. Well, what did that lead me to believe? That lead, led me to believe that when the difficult things happen to me or situations happen to me, I've got to be fine. Even if yeah. I'm not fine. Yeah. Right. So I learned to have. And kind don't of a, ask for help. And don't and ask for help. But yeah. I learned how to have more of a. a, a and it was, it's not even resilience, more of a thicker skin of just push past this discomfort, push past this discomfort. But at whose cost? Well, Mine. and fast forward to the story that this whole segment began with. And that is when you were pregnant with Annalisa. Yeah. All the crazy things yeah. and all oh, the yeah. things you were in conflict right. with, but you took, you supported, you were silenced, you were this, and you didn't flush all those emotions no. out. And it manifests in a developmental yeah. consequence in her lip yeah. as did Jordan's yeah. in her brain right. with me. And again, it's not and, to and shame. We don't have to feel guilty about it. We don't have to feel guilty because it's, no. been, it's been our greatest teacher. And totally. It's, and it's also their greatest teacher. Yeah. And if we didn't mess that up, it would be something else. Yeah. You know, we're people that are broken and we're, we have limitations. But you know what's amazing? To discuss how our limitations can be brought into alignment with the will and the intention of a creator God that put these amazing systems in place. And in this day and age, they're not invisible to man. They're very visible. Oh yeah, absolutely. On so many levels. I know, so mm-hmm. many levels. Lily, I want to just announce and mention this amazing program. 30 seconds. Tell everyone what you're making available to them online. And we're going to collaborate in this. It's going to be on our website and rest is going to be on your website. And you're going to use this as so we can, again, bring these narratives together so we can help heal the whole person. Tell us a little bit about it. Oh, one of the good things that COVID brought in was the platform of being able to have online courses and to be able to reach people all over the world. So, so many of our patients do come from, you know, out of state and even from other countries. And so I created an online program on how to live your life. And, and so it goes through all of these elements in regards of how you eat, how you think, how you love, how you move, how you detox and how you maintain these results. So I developed six pillars to keto stacking because each pillar builds upon the next one. And so we go through the science of food and exercise. Uh, you have a cookbook. To I have a go cookbook. I'm so excited yeah. about my cookbook. Uh, uh, and so the beautiful thing about it, it's a medical cookbook, which means it's all all the recipes are, you know, full of aromatic herbs and anti-inflammatory benefits. So again, you know, it's for anybody, whether they're a vegetarian or they're a meat eater. I have recipes for both, but you know, gluten free, sugar free, things of that nature, because it was very important for people to understand that the cure is in the kitchen, even if they don't like to cook, you know, we could put some simple things together. So I may, I put an online course together that goes over a seven week period. And, but there's the first week is all about kind of getting them ready to kind of digest what we're going to do in the next six weeks. And then we start the course. And so the beautiful thing about it is I've pre-recorded everything. So every single day you'll get a 
tidbit. And that is a three to five minute inspirational video in regards to where they can potentially put their time and attention on today. So we can just do again that digest little bites as we go along. And then during the week, they have all of these different uh, videos that I put together. So they're just 20 minutes. So instead of, you know, doing an hour to two hours, they're just doing it at their leisure. So again, that's the beautiful thing about mm-hmm. it. They can do it in the comfort I like the of their tip home. idea. And I, I like the tip idea. And I like the reminder. Yeah. And I just like that it's practical. And it's super, I'm going to start yeah, it finally yeah. after all this time. I've <laughs> we've talked about it for years. I've tried, yes. but now I'm going to see yeah. if I can. Yeah. And then, so just, of course, you know, accountability is really important. So I have a Zoom classes that I do three times a month with them. So I'll do, but now I'm going to actually be doing it weekly because I'm finding that if I can just kind of go through the course with them, they're going to have a better outcome of them. And I actually teach a cooking course once a month so that they can see how easy it is. Like this next week, we're going to do detox soups because mm-hmm. fasting on spe- specificity of foods is really important for... Can, can someone just do the cooking class? They can, yeah, well, they can do the cooking class. In fact, I thought, I think I'll, I'm going to start uh, putting it out there, like just as a teaser for, you know, a free uh, cooking class online and stuff like that. So I can let you know, so that you can send it out to your people. Yeah, let us yeah. know. Yeah. Because this and feels overwhelming right now, yeah. we can at least get a cooking class You can at least get yeah. a cooking class. But the beautiful thing about it, it's, it's I kind of made it at fifth grade level of thinking, you know, in regards of, because like, if information was all you needed, we'd all be, you know, healthy and, and, and all smart already. So it's really broken down into really simplistic method. And so for that six week period, you know, you pretty much need everything you need to know on how to live a healthy life. You have all the support you need. You have all the books together for every single week. So you've got these workbooks to work with. So I don't think I've left anything out, you know, wow, that's from awesome. the emotions to, you know, the biology, to the psychology, uh, to the detoxification. So I'm really proud of it. And we've had a lot of success with that course. And people, you know, like yesterday, they were just like, the reason that, you know, one of the greatest things about, you know, my week is that, you know, just the enthusiasm, the excitement that you have for all this. And sometimes we need like a, like a, like a pump to be pumped up like a tire, you know? Yeah. And so as you well Good. know, the accountability is so terribly important. So, yeah, so we can put a little, actually a download for the free keto, the cookbook that I put together. Mm-hmm. So your audience can start right away with kind of having a look at that. Yeah. yeah. And that's all going to be included in the description. Yeah. And then because I have these every couple of months, I will launch a campaign. And so I'm going to be doing that pretty soon. So we can invite everybody to the, to the free masterclass so they can get a little bit more information. Of a taste. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Taste of healing. Yeah. Thanks, Lily. You're welcome. Love you. Love you too, honey. All right, everyone. If you'd like to get in touch with Liliana, follow the links in the description to schedule an appointment, gain access to her cookbook and register for her class, of course. For updates about rest in this podcast, please visit our Instagram or Facebook, The Place of Rest. If you would like more information about Virginia or to support and join the cause of rest, please go to virginiadixon.com forward slash collaborate or call 949-289-5935. Thank you for listening to Rest with Virginia Dixon. We'll see you next week.